A reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Surely we do not need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you, do we? You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter of Christ, prepared by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets that are human hearts. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are qualified of ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. Our qualification is from God, who has made us qualified to be ministers of a new covenant, not of letter, but of spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Um, Welcome back, Tracy. Tracy Ashlock is back from India, um, where she did a lot of things that would make us faint. Was it good? Really good, good. We're so excited that you're back and so excited to hear what God did in and through you. Hello, everyone. If you don't know me, my name is Bora Reed. I am part of the teaching team here at Church Without Walls. And um, I play on an Ultimate Frisbee team. I'm wearing the jersey. It's, it's made up of uh, moms. That's why it says mom on my jersey. Um, and and um, your girl played in an Ultimate Frisbee tournament yesterday where I played in four games of Frisbee in one day. I know. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, super fun. This will be relevant to what I'm talking about today. Um, so, But that's what I did yesterday. Um, I'm here because this month, actually, we're doing something a little bit unusual. Um, we are spending the whole month of February talking about CWOW's identity and our values. Um, I don't know if the last year feels long or short to you, but it has almost been a full year since Pastor Gary left us. And, you know, that has, there's been a lot of mercies and blessings in that year, I think, but I think it's also fair to say that it's been hard. And Carrie's departure came after two years of a pandemic, racial reckoning following the murder of George Floyd. I mean, this is, this has been a deep, deep season, not just for us, but I think really the whole world. And at CWOW, we're kind of working through three streams, we often say. So we're still kind of processing, working through, metabolizing, transition. Um, we're thinking about who we are and whom God has called us to love. And then now we have just launched this process of seeking a new pastor. And um, so if you're new or when newcomers come to us, I'm sure it's easy to feel like, wow, this is a really interesting time at Church Without Walls. And you could say interesting in like a totally like euphemistic way, like, oh, what an interesting time. But I actually want to say this is a really interesting time to be a part of this community, Um, which is why each Sunday of this month, we are focusing on this idea of writing CWOW's story. We're using the scripture passage that Marguerite read sort of as a jumping off point to reflect on the story that we, 
um, with faith in God is are writing together and that God is writing in our midst. So we've circulated the document for your review. If you don't have access to this, I have some printed copies in the back on the welcome table, which is a descriptive document of our identity, um, our values. But today, I have the privilege of actually talking about CUL's purpose statement. The purpose of Church Without Walls is to engage diverse, spiritually curious people with the love of Jesus and together become a community that follows Jesus, loving God, neighbor, our Bible, the Bible, and the world. This is our purpose, you guys. This is the purpose of Church Without Walls. This is why we exist. And this is the particular whyness of this specific community, this little part of the broader church universal. This is our purpose. Um, and so as I've been reflecting on this statement written, I don't know, many years ago, um, I've been really struck by its sense of aspiration. Um, and honestly, I found it like pretty beautiful, even though I was part of the group that came up with it. But I was like, oh, good job, old me and us. Um, I think it's beautiful because it, I think it, it speaks to what we believe about who God is, Right? that God is a God of love, and that we are not called just to care for ourselves, but for, for the people around us, and that we are called to grow together. Um, there's also a section in the um, identity and vision document that sort of talks about who we are sort of demographically, um, that we are still, as we have been for most of our 25 years, all of our 25 years, predominantly an Asian-American and white congregation, predominantly, though not exclusively, that we've always longed for a deep sense of diversity with uh, black and brown neighbors finding homes with us. And there's a section in the document that also talks about how much our community has changed in the last 25 years. Um, it's never been cheap to live here, but I think we can say we now live in one of the most expensive areas in the country. And because of that, we've had to rethink what it means. You know, we used to be not just a Berkeley church. We used to practically be like a one neighborhood church, right? But because of gentrification, people have had to move farther out. Sometimes people have moved away to where there's more affordable living, extended family. Um, we've had to re, we are re-examining re what it means to love our neighbor, to serve the poor, when we live in such a wealthy place. Um, so those are all live questions that are out there. Um, in some ways, maybe you feel like if you've been around CWOW for a while, like, yeah, I've changed. Our context has changed. But here's the thing. Our purpose has not changed. Right? When we look at this purpose of Church Without Walls, 
it is still who we are called to be. How we're going to do that, who the specific diverse and spiritually curious people are, um, is sort of still yet to be determined and is part of this journey that we're on. But I think there's one major thing I want to emphasize this morning, which is that we are engaging spiritually uh, curious people with the love of Jesus and together becoming a community. Together become, right? The people people who are our neighbors, our workmates, our friends, um, part of this, the folks who are outside our, our, our community are to be drawn in and that we are becoming a community together with those folks. For our community to be the fullest and truest version of who God made us to be, there has to be that sense of newcomers coming in. Um, It is a profound and deep and wonderful thing for us to love and care for one another. But the health of our community depends on us together becoming, if that makes sense. And to to sort of think of a metaphor for this, I have an uh, analogy from Ultimate Frisbee. So... In Ultimate Frisbee, the basic idea is that you have a team, you're playing another team, you have a Frisbee, and you're trying to get it into the end zone. But you can't run with the disc. You can only throw it. So now I have two helpers. I have Abby, who's going to stand in the middle right next to, don't worry, I'm not throwing this, next to Marguerite. And then Tammy is going to be my other helper, and she's going to line up maybe in the back near Charlene. So I'm, Abby's on my team, and Tammy's on my team, and I'm trying to throw the Frisbee. But Abby has a defender on her. She's run into this open space, but I cannot get it to her. So what does Abby need to do? She needs to clear out and make room so that Tammy can run up in slow motion and catch the disc and move it down the field. Now, back up, both of you, back up. If I have the disc, but Abby decides, I'm tired. Or which often happens to me, I am confused about where I am supposed to be right now. And she doesn't move because often the open side of the field feels very comfortable because it's open, there's nobody there. And so you're like, oh, I'm here. Then, Then what happens? Tammy is trying to run in to take her turn, but she can't because there's no space. Thank you. Well done. Uh, it's probably like this in a lot of team sports, I would imagine. Um, there is, in healthy teams and in healthy communities, I think a sense of dynamism, of movement. In Wow Intercessors, we've been praying through this image of building the wall of Jerusalem and that the wall has these gates and that people are kind of coming in and out of those gates. And that that is actually a natural and good part of healthy community. Um, so that's, that's my main point this morning, that, that for our community to function, to grow, to be dynamic, we have to have a way of inviting new people in to be a part of it. Um, so last week, uh, Deanna Chow-Trotter, spoke, um, walked us through the first part of the vision document, and asked us to 
flesh out CWOW distinctives. And I think we've made a little jam board out of it. Yep. Um, and so to build on that today, I'd like us to, I'd like to take us through a fun and a little bit silly exercise that might help us to think about how we would apply these distinctives to our purpose. Um, so the reason I want to do that is to follow God in this mission and to follow God in this purpose. We have to start with who we are, right? And not who, not with who we're not, right? So if we look at that purpose and we say, ah, the way to fulfill that purpose is to be a congregation of 1,500 people with $300 million budget uh, with services in Mandarin and Spanish, Finnish, and Tagalog. Um, there's, no perp- there's no point in thinking like that, right? Because that is not who we are. Um, we want to start with who we are and think about what would it mean to take who we are and apply it to that purpose. There are going to be some thoughtful, serious, uh, reflective ways to engage this question, but not today. Today, we are going to engage it in a little bit of a silly, hopefully fun way. We are going to apply these distinctives to our purpose because, and today you are going to help me design a member of the CWOW Superhero Collaborative. I spent extensive time speaking with subject area experts. And I have decided that we are a superhero collaborative. This collaborative collaborative is a group of individuals with superpowers working together towards CWOW's purpose. We are not like the Justice League, apparently. (laughs) The Justice League is a loose confederation of individuals who do their own thing, and then occasionally come together kind of like an all-star team. That's not us. We are more like, apparently, the X-Men, who are, a, who are a group of mutants with superpowers. Some of the superpowers make more sense than other superpowers. But they are a team. They are a group, and they pursue missions together. All right, so this is how we're going to do it. In a minute, uh, group leaders who know who you are, they're going to stand up and they're going to go around the room. And then you guys are just going to attach yourselves to one of the groups in groups of two or three. Um, I'm going to hand you on these cards. I've written out each of the distinctives. And so I'm going to hand each group a couple of them for you to choose from. You're going to quickly choose one. And then you're going to design a superhero whose power is a manifestation of that distinctive. Then you are going to draw that superhero on a big piece of paper with markers over there. So the question that you're going to answer is, that's our purpose, your group. The distinctive that we selected is blank. The superpower of this distinctive applied to our purpose is blank. Therefore, our superhero's name is blank. Does that make sense? Yes. I wish it did so because... And if you are, if you draw with stick figures, 
If your drawing has a stick figure with just words, that's okay. So let me have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So first, let me have the group leader stand up. If you are joining us online, Maddie is putting the link to the Jamboard. You're not going to be able to work with a group, but if you have, you can pick a distinctive and think of a superpower and then add it in the chat, or if you know me, text me, and I will be happy to include it. All right, the rest of you stand up. Attach yourself, two or three, to a group. I'm going to come around. Send one person to the back to get a big piece of paper. All right. Groups, set of cards, set of cards, set of cards, spread out, spread out. Okay, set of cards, set of cards. Even yourselves out. Send somebody from your group to go get a big piece of paper and some markers. Set of cards, set of cards. Yes, look at your look at your cards. And you have like five minutes for this. Uh, creating God's kingdom. Here you go. Bonus point. Did you guys use all, all three of your cards? Amazing. <laughs> Extra points in this fierce competition that will, ma- that will accumulate toward nothing. <laughs> but yes, yes. Thank you guys so much. That was fun and a little bit silly. Um, but I wanted to find a way to sort of capture this idea of what it means to take who we are and dream a little and think about the superpowers that we have, right? Nobody here, um, I don't know, I actually feel like Chow, we're pretty close in this, like making food appear. Um, Sending resources to areas of need, empathetic listening with giant ears, um, morphing to be what people need, crumbling to create safety, arms to, co- to create a sense of community. Uh, I mean, isn't, humi- isn't that Sharon right here, basically? Humilia? Yes, exactly. Um, perfect ability to capture all voices. Um, So not perfect, but I think you get a sense of how who we already are might be used by God for our purpose. Um, I don't know. These these are like not the fanciest drawings in the world, but I find myself feeling quite inspired by just what we were able to generate in five minutes. that's it. That is, that is all I have to say this morning. It is a calling us back to our purpose. Why we exist to engage diverse, spiritually curious people with the love of Jesus and together become a community that follows Jesus. 
loving God, neighbor, the Bible, and the world. There's a lot more we could say about that purpose statement. We could go deep into different parts of it. But today, I want us to remember that to together become, we need to deploy who we are by God's grace to call new people into our dynamic and wonderful community. Um, let me pray for us. Lord, I'm grateful that 25 years ago, you called Church Without Walls together to be a community and that you called us to be a community with purpose. And so, Lord, I pray that as we on most days feel um, anything but like superheroes, that you would rekindle in us um, the fire and passion, but also the fun and joy to follow you as you engage um, the people